What's up, guys? Kevin Sheldon here with One Love Ministries. And uh, sorry, it's been a little bit since we've been with you guys, holidays and, and different things. Uh, but we're glad to be back with you guys, and we're glad to be uh, busting open God's Word with you again. And so we're just going to get right into it. And the thing that we want to talk about is we want to talk about <laughs> our weaknesses. Um our weaknesses in a lot of different areas. It could be areas of lust. It could be areas of temptation. It could be um, just any area of life that we find ourselves struggling with weaknesses. And the take that we kind of want to go on this is, you know, God has showed me a revelation in my life on truly embracing those weaknesses. And, you know, a lot of us, we quote scriptures and we talk about, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And, and that's true, and it's good, and it's truth. It, it is God's truth. But, you know, I used to say stuff like that in my life when I was going through stuff. You know, I would quote the scriptures, and, and you know, to me, they're, don't, and hear my heart on this. When I say they're bumper sticker Christian quotes, I just mean sometimes I think we say these things and we don't necessarily have a revelation of it. Like we have a head understanding of it. Like we get the fact that, yeah, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. But like, is it in your heart? You know, like, is it in your midnight hour of, you know, I, I got to have this to sustain. And for me, um, the answer was no, it wasn't. So, you know, even as a minister, even as somebody that was out serving the Lord, I was still, and, and to this day, I'm, I'm you know, I'll, I'll just be transparent with you because that's kind of what this is about is I still struggle with lust. Lust is something I've had a problem with my whole life. Uh, women is something I've struggled with in that area my whole life. And, um, you know, I guess I, if I had to try to figure out where did it come from, um, you know, years of drug abuse and, and that whole life, just there's tons of uh, tons of sexual sin in the life of drugs and alcohol and partying and being promiscuous. And, um, you know, that's just an area where, I still find myself asking God to help me with and strengthen me in it, you know, and and he is and he's showing me, you know, that um, that that it's just it's a, it's an area where there's bondage. If I'm being honest with you guys, you know, it's an area where I, I need deliverance more so than discipleship over it. Um, and that's something I'm seeking out. And that's that's just like I said, if I'm being transparent, that's where I'm struggling with something right now. And it's in that area. And. So the Lord was speaking to me about, you know, all this stuff about in our weaknesses, you know. And so I started looking at Paul. He's a great example of that. He always has been. And um, and I want to share some other verses with you guys and just, and just talk about this for a minute. Because, again, I think it's important that we, you know, talk about things we, we don't necessarily always want to address, but it's important. Um, and the whole goal of this podcast is to leave people with something that actually is life-changing that is practical application to your life more so than just uh, like what I like like what I call bumper sticker Christianity or comfortable Christianity. Um, and so, let me let me read a little bit for you out of Second Corinthians, and it's chapter twelve, and it's Paul talking, and um, and and this is where Paul's he's explaining to to the to the to the current to Corinthians. Uh, to the Church of Corinth, he's explaining that you know it, it's in our weaknesses that that he's made strong, and and it's in our weakest moments. It's not just the fact that 
I can't do this thing. It's not just the fact that like, hey, this is more on me than what I can take or I'm out of my element here. I'm out of my league here. I'm outnumbered. It's it's more than that. It's the fact that it's in the acknowledging. It's, it's when we acknowledge our weaknesses. It's not just knowing that we need God's help on this. It's the fact that like we acknowledge it, we really understand that. And in in the exchange for for us accepting his grace we get his strength and um and paul paul got a hold of that paul understood that and um so second corinthians 12 says this it says it is doubtless not profitable for me to boast i will come to visions and revelations of the lord i know a man in christ who 14 years ago rather in the body i do not know or rather out of the body i do not know god knows such a one was caught up in a third heaven and I know such a man, rather in the body or not in the body, I do not know, but God knows he was caught up to paradise. He heard inexpressible words, which is not lawful for man to even utter. Of such a one, I will boast, yet of myself I will not boast, except in my weaknesses. Paul's saying, I will boast, I will brag on my weaknesses. Now let's figure out, well, why would you do that? Verse 5. Of such a one, I will boast, yet of myself I will not boast except in my weaknesses. For though I might desire to boast, I will not be a fool, for I will speak the truth. But I refrain, I refrain lest anyone should think of me above what he sees me to be or hears from me. And lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan, to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure concerning this thing i pleaded with the lord three times that he might depart from me and the lord said to me my grace is sufficient for you my strength is made perfect in weakness therefore most gladly i will rather boast in my weaknesses that the power of christ may rest upon me so Paul's saying, I'm going to brag on the fact that I can't do this thing. I'm going to brag on the fact that, you know, when I'm weak, that that's the moment that the presence of God is more tangible in my life than at any other time is, is when I truly accept the fact that I'm weak in this thing. That's when that's when the power of God shows up. And and it's and it really is true, guys. You know, when we come to a place of accepting the fact that we can't do this thing on our own, we can't do it. Um, and I don't want to do it. You know, I've kind of hit a place in life where, you know, like I said, some of it was like, it's like I would, I would, I would quote this stuff so much and I would say these things so many times and scripture memorization so many times that there was like such a difference between having the, the heart knowledge of it and having the head knowledge of it. And, you know, I think like in our wilderness experiences and in these times in life, like where we really find out who we are and what we're made of or, you know, just things like that when you're truly tested or like, you know, when you're facing losing a loved one or, you know, you come out of a serious divorce or a breakup or just all kinds of stuff, you know, like we're like where your faith is shaken, like true faith shaken, like I don't know what I'm going to do. I can look back and, you know, if I would have truly embraced the fact that it's in that moment that I could depend on, depend on God, not believe or think it, you know, based on quoting something that's not in my heart, but if I could truly believe that, that in that moment, 
you know, heaven's going to be more real in my life than at any other time, it would have made a world of difference. And I think the reason that a lot of us shy away from it is we don't want to be transparent to the point of feeling exposed, feeling put out there, feeling like, you know, well, if I truly, you know, if I truly tell people what I'm really dealing with or what the real issue is, like I'm spending six hours on my phone watching pornography at night, you know, God forbid we we say things like that. And I'm not saying I am. What I'm saying is, is there's people that do. There was a time in my life I did, you know, spend hours watching pornography and thank God I've been delivered from it at this point, from that, from that, that you know, deep into lust and things like that. But there's people that struggle with that. And there's people that struggle with all other kinds of stuff. And the thing is, is the devil wants to make you believe that it's this fear of I can't be open, I can't be honest, I can't take this thing to my pastor, to my friends, to my wife, to my husband, to my brother, my sister, my friend, uh, you know, because they'll think this, they'll think that. But see, staying inside that moment of fear, that is what actually cripples the grace of the fact that like okay if Paul if Paul didn't boast in his weaknesses if he didn't if he didn't magnify the fact that he couldn't do it then he wouldn't have seen how big God's grace is and he wouldn't have seen how strong God is in the moment that we're weak if if he would have tucked it under a rug you know what it would have been it would have been pride it would have been pride to conceal that thing you know like you look at David all right king David the only place that he ever fell in life was the only thing that he ever kept from God. The only thing he ever kept from God was Bathsheba. That's the area he fell the hardest in. Um, and so it, it it stands reason to say that the things that we choose to be prideful on, the things that we choose to tuck under a rug and we're not going to expose this thing, those are the things that cripple us because we're too scared to share that thing because we feel like people are going to judge us. And as Christians, we have to learn not to judge and we have to learn to be vulnerable to the point of trusting other people not to judge us. And I think that that's where Christianity and the churches took a blow, you know, is the fact that we all have to put on plastic smiles and plastic waves and act like we're all okay because, God forbid, we really talk about real serious issues. Um, and I want to see a place where this this is real Christianity. Real Christianity is bringing, bringing the the meat of the issue to the table. Real Christianity is, is is exposing something for what it really is. There's deliverance in that. What's the Bible say? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom, there's liberty. Um, and so if you're not being set free, if you're not finding liberation or freedom, then it, it would stand to reason that you're not actually experiencing the presence of God because where the presence of God is, there's freedom and liberty. And so... You know, the encouragement here, like, what's the takeaway? What are we saying? Well, what we're saying is this. We're saying, don't be afraid to acknowledge your weaknesses. Let's let's move from a position of head knowledge. Let's move from a position of head knowledge of saying, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah, but how does, how does that happen? How does that moment, how does that great exchange happen of strength from Christ into your mortal, what you can and can't do? How does that take place? Well, Paul's teaching us right here. He's telling you. He's saying, with the moment that I acknowledge my weakness, that's the moment he's made strong. And he says it, 12 and 9, 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. 
But if we don't acknowledge the weakness, you got to remember, God does not go against free will. So as long as we're prideful about it, and as long as we keep that thing tucked back, and we don't acknowledge it, and we don't allow anybody into that area, the Bible says, confess your sins one to another. There's freedom in this. What's he say? The truth what? Truth will set you free. You know, confess our sins to each other. Find you somebody that you can confide in. Find you somebody that you can trust and say it. Say, you know, get that thing out and expose it and put the light on it. Put the light of the gospel on it because God loves you. He's not mad at you. He has great and awesome plans for your life. And the enemy makes the enemy wants you to think that as soon as you as soon as you expose this thing, that that's gonna be the point where people say, you know what, enough's enough. I don't want nothing to do with this person. You know, I can handle everything up to that, but that's just too much. Listen, there's people out there that God has put in your life that were put there for this reason, that can handle your truths, that can handle the darkness, that can handle things you may or may not have done. And you just got to trust God's process on this. And so, you know, just a couple of other other scripture, uh, other scriptures. First Peter 5 and 7, casting all your anxieties on him because why? Because he cares for you. That's what it says. Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Matthew 11 and 28, come to me all who labor and are heavy laden for I will give you rest. Isaiah 40 and 29, he gives power to the faint and to him who has no might, he increases strength. I mean, there's just, there's, it's, it's, the Bible is peppered and littered all throughout it with so many encouraging scriptures that, that remind us that, uh, you know, Psalm 73 and 26, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Man, 2 Corinthians 12 and 10, for the sake of Christ, then I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Guys, let this word encourage you. Let it encourage you to, you know, put put the light on all that stuff that you feel like you're struggling so hard with and that you are struggling with because you don't know that you can depend on God's word until you depend on God's word and then you realize you can. So let's stretch our faith. Let's stretch, you know, let's put the word of God uh, to the test, so to speak. Not that we're testing it. I mean, hear my heart. Don't take it ditch to ditch and send a bunch of emails uh, saying that we don't do that. Uh, what I'm saying is you don't know God's word works until you till you need it to work, till you put it in action, put faith in motion. What's the Bible say? Faith without works is what? It is dead. So let's put our faith in motion and let's let our faith live and, and let's put the put the word of God to the test. So I encourage you, whatever that thing is you're struggling with, whatever that thing is that's causing you to trip up time and time and time and time again, go and put the light on it and watch and see God's grace show up, watch and see his mercy show up and watch and see how strong God is for you to fight your battle and we don't even have to do it. We just rest in the Lord and we let him love us because that's what he does and that's who he is. So we love you guys. We encourage y'all and uh, we look forward to sharing this gospel more and more with you guys. And if you don't remember anything else, you remember that you are valuable to God. We'll talk to you next time.